Week one of the 2021-22 NBA playoffs is over, which means it's time to run it back. This is Run It Back NBA Week in Review. The voice of the fan. Drop a bounce pass, throw down the rim rocker. Lay up off the glass, right past the shot blocker. I follow through like Kobe's money. You can cash it. For news on LA hoops, come over to Peach Basket. Up to date sports, post game reports. Debates and play by play coming straight off the court. The voice of the fan making noise, causing havoc. Zone the man up, you can ask Peach Basket. The Peach Basket, coming soon on air. The Peach Basket, where the news begins. We're dropping news like we're in the stands. This is the show where we recap the week that was, then take a deep dive into that week for select teams. Tonight, we'll share our fan experts' picks for the first round of the playoffs and update each series. Additionally, uh, we're going to um, have a conversation around a question of the day, which lower seed team is most likely to win their series. I'm excited to be joined today after uh, some time off by Isaac Edelman of our partner site, flteams.com. Isaac and I will be discussing the playoffs. We're excited to have you with us. Uh, As always, if you're watching uh, live, please join us on uh, Facebook uh, or YouTube where you could leave your comments, questions. We would uh, love to make this as interactive as possible. We want to hear your thoughts on your team. Before we get into it, I want to remind you that the NBA playoffs means next level basketball. Get in on the first round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and sponsor of Run It Back, NBA Week in Review. All right, now it's time to bring in Isaac and myself and talk about each first round match. So this is how we're going to do it. We're going to go Eastern conference first, and then we're going to jump into the Western conference. We're going to give ourselves no more than five minutes per series and kind of give our thoughts on it. Now I'm a West coast guy. Isaac is an East coast guy. So it should be, um, um, you know, pretty interesting conversation. Uh, it always is when Isaac is with us. He, he, we missed you the last couple of weeks, Isaac. Welcome back. Glad to be back and glad to be able to do run it back. We can review for the NBA playoffs because for someone like myself, a Heat fan, you know, I got sick of my team winning in the regular season. I just wanted the playoffs to start and I finally got that. All right. All right. I can't think of any better segue than that for this slide. The Heat are taking on the Atlanta Hawks. Now, Isaac is a Heat guy. Um, His site, flteams.com, does a phenomenal job of covering the Heat as well as the Magic. Uh, But the Heat are the only Florida team playing right now. Before we get into your thoughts on this series, and I'll share, you know, what I've seen so far, we want to share our fan experts' picks. Um, You can see the Heat on the left, the Hawks on the right, Predominantly, um, we favor the Heat. Uh, the best or the, the the most selected pick is Heat and six. Which, uh, I, well, I'll share my thoughts in a bit. Uh, we it does look like we have a couple of uh, people at the Peach Basket who uh, have some confidence in the Hawks. And after we saw what they did to the Sixers last season, it's warranted. Um, but let's go ahead and dive into it now. Um, the Heat are currently up two games to one. They just lost Game Three. Uh, in Atlanta, um, again, in front of a, a great crowd. Um, there might be some injury issues with the Heat now, too. Um, so let's talk about them. Uh, I, the floor is yours. This is your team. What do you think of the Heat's play so far? And do you think the Hawks are going to win another game? Well, thank you, Jose. This is exactly 
what I thought would happen in this series. The Heat are much better than the Hawks. I think they're much better than a lot of teams in the playoffs. Hence, they're the yeah. number one seed. The Heat won the first two games, both at home. And then you head to Atlanta in front of their home crowd, down 0-2 in the series. They win. That's not surprising. It's really hard to beat a team four games and yeah. sweep them. And if you're going to beat a team four games to one, I bet you that the one game they win is the first game back at home. So right. in my opinion, I don't think the Hawks are going to win any more games the rest of the series. That prediction may be wrong, but I do think the Heat are going to clean up this series sometime soon. Injury problems for the Heat. Kyle Lowry is dealing with a hamstring strain. It's kind of concerning. If you look at Kyle Lowry's stats, you say, well, he doesn't put up a lot of points per game. Well, guess what? I think he is Miami's key piece. Aside from Tyler Hero, I mean, Lowry like literally runs the Heat offense. He doesn't run it in a way of scoring, but he runs it in a way of dishing out assists. You know, he's that veteran leader that the Heat have. So that's a big loss, but it should allow Victor Oladipo to get some minutes. So far, he's gotten zero minutes in the playoffs. I That's think shocking. that, yeah, but I think that Especially Oladipo Especially when you see how good he ready. ended the season, right? Exactly. He scored 40 points against the Magic. Yeah. And Skip Bayless, who knows what you can believe out of him. He claims that Jimmy Butler does not want to play with Oladipo. I saw that. Is Either that Skip way, Bayless? I mean, do you, do, you, do, you, do you put any weight on that at all as a no, Heat fan? not at all. No. Nope. But either way, I feel like Oladipo is that player, right? He scored 40 points last game of the season. I feel like he's ready to go on the floor, knock down threes. Yeah. He's a tr- tremendous defender for a guard. I-, I think he's just ready to score. So I think that the Larry loss is not that big. Just to quickly recap the series, Jimmy Butler has been the star player for the Heat. He scored 40 points in that one game. He's phenomenal. The Heat are defending well. The one concern for this Heat team is the final seconds of a game. The Heat are down. We saw this last game in game three. Yeah. Who do you go to? Jimmy yeah. Butler, you if he has the that. hot hand, who, you go to him. I, I just don't know who you trust on the Heat. You need yeah. to find someone, especially if the Heat are going to make it far in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I saw you tweet that. And uh, it's always interesting. It always catches my eye when you t- tweet something negative uh, about the Heat. But that's that's spot on. I mean, you know, Jimmy Butler is, you know, in this last game, he, he took the last shot, well defended, tough shot. But you 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 want somebody who maybe is is going to either get a good shot for himself or somebody else. And in that instance, Jimmy Butler didn't do that. And historically, and you've watched a lot more Heat basketball than I have, that's been um, a weakness for the team, right? Exactly. All season long, I've been saying this. Yeah. One thing to talk about is the Heat are the best defensive team in basketball. So when an opposing team gets the final shot. I don't need to worry, but when the Heat get the final shot, I do need to worry. But anyway, as it stands, the Heat are up 2-1 to one in the series. Game 4 is in Atlanta, then we'll head back to Miami. The Heat need to stay healthy, and they need to just keep up you know, their work. So far in the playoffs, they're playing how they've been playing in the regular season, which is very good because yeah. in the regular season, they were the best team in basketball, maybe besides the Phoenix Suns. But okay. as I told you in our private Slack chat today, the team that's going to win the championship is the team that's going to stay healthy. So I hope Jimmy yeah. Butler and Dan Adebayo stay healthy and also Tyler Hero. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a hard reality of the NBA, right? The, the, the healthiest team has the best chance. And, and that's just always been true. Every team who finished second, third, or fourth has got a if only story. Um, yeah. And that'll probably be true again this season. All right. Entertaining series. Um, we'll see how this one plays out. We'll stay in the Eastern Conference and jump to the Celtics versus the Nets. This is a very interesting series. In my estimation, people were so sad, I think, for Boston um, because they thought, you know, they got the, the short end of the stick here. They've got a very good Nets team in the first round. This was supposed to be a competitive series. So far, it hasn't been. Uh, Jason Tatum went off tonight, 39 points, a key steal uh, to hold. I said, I don't know if you heard me. I'm sorry. Jason Tatum had 39 points. Can you hear me? Isaac, I, I 39 <laughs> points, 
Aki, Aki, I'm messing with Isaac because he's he's not a particularly big Jason Tatum fan. But he showed up today, man. He's a superstar in my book. Uh, he, he's still on the fence uh, with Isaac. But undeniable that the, you know the Celtics are, are kind of dominating this series. They're up 3-0. Now, our fan experts um, had the Celtics winning in six, but not 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 by landslide. Uh, a good portion of them had the Nets winning in seven, which theoretically is still possible. Let's see how this plays out. So with that as an intro, you're the East Coast guy. Come on, man. You gotta got you gotta give a little love to Jason Tatum. He's doing something special in Boston right now. Well, maybe I won't give credit to him, but I do have to give credit to the Boston Celtics team as a whole. This series is not going as I planned, and I think most NBA fans did not plan yeah. this. I don't think anyone expected the Celtics to go up three zip. And I don't think that's saying anything bad about the Celtics. That's just saying how good the Nets are because the Nets are a very good team. Yeah. You know, besides from the obvious Kyrie Irving and obviously Kevin Durant, Patty Mills steps up and the, the Nets are just running, you know, running the ball down the court, scoring from anywhere on the court as Kevin Durant does. But what's concerning is that the Celtics are just eating up on the Nets. And it's something that just cannot happen because the Nets are not the best team in the NBA. I think the Bucks are better. I think the Heat are better. But the Celtics are doing this to the Nets. Now, I still have a lot of confidence in the Nets. I think they will definitely win at least one more game. I wouldn't be surprised if they won this series, but... It is so rare to win a series when you're down three zips. So I, I do have to have my doubts, but I wouldn't be surprised. This Nets team is talented. The Celtics are talented. Um, the Celtics, you know, do have some injury problems, though. Robert Williams was back today, though, and I'm sure he's definitely going to be back next game. I just think that the Nets have one problem, and that's staying in games. They literally stay in games, right? They can make three more shots and they win a game, but they don't. It's close, competitive. The Nets never get blown out. I I don't know what to say. Jose, I know you're a West Coast guy. I'm sure you've watched this series a little bit. What is going on with the Nets? Because they're not getting blown out. They're playing well, but they're just not playing as good as the Celtics are. Yeah, you know, and I hate to oversimplify it, but this is a game of superstars. In in the history of the NBA, the only team that won without a superstar were the, the Detroit Pistons of 2006. They were a team of great individual players led by Chauncey Billups. Generally, you've got a superstar, a Magic Johnson, a Larry Bird, um, a, a, a Giannis Antetokounmpo. These are the, the players that, kind of like what you said, Isaac, who you can trust to make a big shot at the key time, make a good pass. Um, and for the Nets, that player has got to be Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's not showing up. It's, it, it, it's mind-boggling. Now, if you're a Boston Celtics fan – you credit the Celtics defense and maybe that's it. I I don't know what it is. He didn't shoot poorly today, two or three from three, six of 11 overall, but 11 shots for your star 16 points total. It's shocking. I mean, it's shocking. Kevin Durant has not yet shown up. And, um, that I think is the problem, um, for, uh, for the nets. Uh, I'll tell you what another problem is the absence of some of someone who's very important. Game four, the Nets need to win or go home. And who's going to play in game four? The one and only Ben Simmons. If if yeah, the Nets yeah, yeah. somehow win this series, if the Nets somehow win this series, I mean, it, it could be a big story if Ben Simmons makes an impact. He's obviously, you know, hate him, make jokes about him, make memes. He's an elite defensive player, right? He may not be good offensively, but he's elite. He can easily shut down Tatum. Even a bad defender can shut down Tatum. No, there it is. <laughs> but, All right, but, I'm gonna let you have the last word. I'm gonna let you have the last word on that. But no, I started, and so yeah. I'm gonna let you finish. The Nets in are all serious, In all seriousness, though, um, Ben Simmons is gonna be back game four. Yeah, bearing yeah, 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 any yeah. setback. Yeah, is that going to change anything, Jose? No, that's not no. gonna change a thing. Okay. This guy hasn't played. He, 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 this will be his first 
his first game with this team and he hasn't played all season long. Listen, I, I'm sure he's going to be fine. You know, he'll, he'll be who he is. Your defense, you know, is oftentimes the first, the last thing to come back, right. Uh, as you get your legs under you. So as good as he is defensively, it might take him a while to get back there. Um, so he, he's not going to make a difference. The Nets are in trouble. They're going to lose this series. And interestingly, I think is what comes next for them. We'll talk about that another time. But you know, Coach Nash might be gone. They might blow this team up. I, I, I just, I, I think they they put all their eggs in in one basket with that that Simmons trade, and it just uh, hasn't played out. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, I'd love to bring in a Nets fan to talk more detail about it after their season is over, which will be soon. Let's move on. We're going to stay in the Eastern Conference and go to this one. Well, let me start with our picks, right? Our fan experts, I think, uh, had, I don't think it's obvious. They had literally no confidence in the Chicago Bulls. And why would they? The Chicago Bulls played great in the regular season, except when they played teams that were good. Teams above 500, they struggled with in their own conference. And that's who they're going to play in the, in the playoffs. So there was absolutely no reason to, to have any confidence in, in the Bulls. Um, they played okay against the Bucs, but the Bucs are the superior team. Right now they lead two games to one. We have got them winning, uh, well, in four. Obviously that's not going to happen. But, um, yeah, no confidence in the Bulls. I know you're a Bulls fan. I know that you know you, you like their style of play. Do they have any chance against the Bucs? I think they do. I'm going to be honest. I completely forgot to vote. If I was going to vote, I would Oh, pick- no, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> I would have picked Bulls in seven, and I'm going to stick with that. I mean, nothing okay. is, is sticking out to me that says the Bulls can't do that. Nothing is sticking out to me that says the Bulls won't do that. The Bucks are playing well. The Bulls are playing well. I think that the Bulls and Bucks are playing as they did in the regular season, except the Bulls are finally beating you know a, a team that they couldn't beat in the regular season. Look, DeMar DeRozan scored 40-plus points the other night. He yeah. did that in the regular season. But one thing that's sticking out to me is that Zach Levine is actually playing worse than he did in the regular season, which yeah. is interesting. But then Vucevic is playing better than he did in the regular season. So just combining all the pieces together, the Bulls are the same team. The Bucks are the same team. Both of these teams are interesting because one team might now be better. The loss of Middleton is huge. I mean – that injury is taking him out for the rest of the series. Middleton is now gone. The Bucks just have Giannis and maybe Drew Holiday. What is telling me that the Bulls can't win this series if I had them winning the series in seven before Middleton's injury, right? Before game one. I don't know, but Middleton's out for the rest of the series. The Bucks are more in trouble than the Bulls because the Bulls just need to play like they always do. But the Bucs are now going to rely more on Giannis, which is not a problem. Giannis is an MVP caliber player, but it's just a big loss, right? Yeah. In the NBA Finals run last year, the Bucs weren't without Middleton. I, I, I don't know if the Bucs could live without the loss of Middleton. Has Middleton been injured this season? I mean, maybe a few games, but I don't think the Bucs have played without Middleton a lot. So, yeah, I, I don't. This is this is kind of. I know we call ourselves, you know, fan experts, but this is something like we need like an actual player on the Bucks to, to let us know. Like, is this a big loss? Obviously, it's a big loss, but they have honest. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I'm kind of like speechless. Like, I'm a huge fan of the Bulls. I know the Bucks are better, but without Middleton, are the Bucks better? Yeah. Well, it evens it. It it certainly you know favors the Bulls. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt. Chris Middleton is is is, is a veteran. He's a champion. Uh, he's a guy you can trust to take the last shot. You know to kind of keep that theme alive. Um, yeah, he's a huge loss. He's a huge loss. At the end of the day, though, the Bucks are better than the Bulls, even without Chris Middleton. Uh, whether they've got enough, you know, to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and beyond, uh, you know, that's debatable. Uh, we'll see. But. Anything that unleashes more Giannis is, is at the end of the day, pretty good because he's phenomenal. He's just an unbelievable talent um, and a champion and a guy you could trust at the end, just not from too too far away. So we'll see. I mean, I, I, I think this is interesting. I think you certainly the Bulls have an opportunity now. 
unfortunately, with Middleton down. And, and again, going back to a recurring theme, the healthiest team is going to win the championship. And um, if the Bulls, I mean, pardon me, if the Bucks can get back Middleton, they've got a, as good a chance as any. Uh, they will likely get past the first round, but uh, we'll see what, you know, what the future holds. I think it depends a lot on Middleton's health. Last series in the East before we jump to the West. Um, this, this is sticking with the team with the theme of staying healthy. Am I right? Oh yeah, I, I think it's going to be recurring every single series across both conferences. Let's start first with the predictions. Our fan experts had the Sixers winning in six. There was a little bit of um, um, hope in the Raptors. Um, somebody or a few people picked uh, them in seven, which again is still possible. Uh, they had a big loss, uh, um, on Embiid's, um, three, uh, so they find themselves down right now. Um, the Sixers seems to have gotten the better end of that, uh, big trade, um, between, um, Harden and, and, uh, and Simmons, because I mean, Harden's playing and contributing. Simmons is not doing either, um, I, I don't know what to say about this one. I think this one is as good as done. The Raptors are a very good team, but uh, Philly is just, I think they're better. I mean, what are your thoughts, Isaac? Yeah, the Sixers are definitely better. Um, right, whether the Raptors win the next two games or not, the Sixers are the better team. If yeah. the Sixers lose the series, then that's their fault. It's really not the Raptors outplaying the Sixers. It's the Sixers Yeah, that's good. not outplaying the Raptors. I think that, Embiid is putting up his usual numbers. Maxi has been phenomenal. James yeah. Harden is not playing that well, though. But the Raptors have an interesting situation because Fred Van Fleet went down with an injury right. in today's win. But I don't think he, he's going. I, I mean, I haven't heard an injury update, but he tore his shirt. He looked visibly upset when he left yeah. the court. So that's not a good sign. I don't think he is going to play in the next game. Luckily, the Raptors have Scotty Bones back. Can they rely on him and Siakam? I, I don't know. Either way, the Sixers just need to stay healthy to win. Embiid yeah. is dealing with an injury. I think it's a toe or a thumb. I think it's a right. thumb. But yeah. he's playing through it. He's going to deal with injury this offseason. But he's going to play through it. They have Maxie and Harden, like I said. The Sixers are going to win this series. I don't think there should be any you know, exceptions if this happens, if this happens, right? If one of the Sixers' big three goes down, they're still going to win. Um, And that's even with Van Fleet healthy. But, yeah, this series is probably a lock. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if the Sixers win this next one. Yeah. Yeah, credit to the Raptors. They they are very good at doing a lot with little talent. And and I don't mean to demean them, but, you know, you don't have the superstars there that you have on on, on other teams yet. You know, Nick Nurse and team do a a phenomenal job in Toronto. Uh, There's just not enough there, unfortunately, to get past the Sixers. Let's jump to the Western Conference and um, start with the Suns. You brought the Suns up earlier in the regular season. The Suns and the Heat were the best teams in their respective uh, conferences. Uh, The Suns looked unbeatable at times. They were phenomenal. Um, they uh, are matched up against a surprise New Orleans Pelicans who won the play-in tournament uh, or the eighth spot uh, in the play-in tournament after beating the Clippers. Nobody gave the Pelicans a shot, including our team of fan experts. Uh, We got the Suns uh, winning in five. Um, Well, I mean, that's still in play, right? The the, the Pelicans did win a game, but the thing is the Pelicans look pretty good. Uh, They've got a great coach. Um, and I'm not saying X is an O's, O's type guy, uh, but their coach is, seems to be a really great motivator. He's a former player recently, and he he's he's getting these guys to believe. Um, and what's really happening on the plus side for the Pelicans, they're seeing the Brandon Ingram that the Lakers thought they would get when they drafted him. He is playing KD. He's playing better than KD in these playoffs, and and that was who yeah. the Lakers thought they would get a KD like player. And the Pelicans are seeing it. He has been phenomenal, smooth, comfortable, hitting big shots. Uh, The Pelicans look good, and the Suns are hurting. I mean, again, recurring theme, man, health. Uh, Devin Booker's out. Um, So, I I mean, if if you ask me, and and I'll just go ahead and toss my hat in the ring first as a West Coast guy, but then you certainly want your thoughts. 
I think the Suns are going to eke out a win here, but the Pelicans are not going to make it easy. Um, and in the playoffs, you want to get these series done quickly. I, I don't, I don't think this is going to be a quick series. Um, I think this one's going to go uh, potentially six games, but I think at the end of the day, the Suns will likely win it. They're the better team. They've got the experience. This is all new for the Pelicans. Uh, it'd be great though, as a sidebar, to see Zion Williamson get get some time. I don't know if I don't know if it'll happen. I think it'd be great for basketball, great for him, great for New Orleans. Um, so that's my take. What are your thoughts? Have you watched any of this series? This series is probably besides the Heat series that I'm most interesting. Because if you present, right, the the Google quiz, right, whatever, Google Forms, right, asking the Peach Basket contributors who is going to win this series, and you tell them Devin Booker is not playing in this series. Right, yeah. I I don't know about any anyone else, but I would choose the Pelicans. Okay. Now the Pelicans are already down, so maybe it changes some things. I am going to go with this being a seven game series. I agree mm-hmm. with you. This is not going to be a quick series. Yeah. I honestly do not know who's going to win. If you really want me to make a prediction, I'll go with the Suns just because. They're better, more experienced. They have CP3, unless CP3 is with that uh, ref Foster, who he can't win with. You heard about that, right? Um, hmm, what are you talking about? Chris Paul can't win with a certain referee. Oh, Scott Foster. Scott Foster, exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, if Scott Foster is refing, then the Pelicans are definitely <laughs> winning the, the series. But in all honesty, there's no Devin Booker. Really, the only thing in – the Pelicans' way is CP3. And if you lock down CP3, the Pelicans have a very, very good chance at winning this series. But again, if you present this, you know, Google form to the Peach Basket contributors and tell them Booker is not playing in this series, I bet you might have one or two people, definitely myself, pick the Pelicans to win this series. So this is going to be very interesting. It really shouldn't be, but because of the injury of Booker, the recurring theme of staying healthy, right. the Pelicans might sneak out a win, but honestly, it's all for nothing. I mean, maybe you'll get Zion back, but in the second round, it's all wraps. Yeah, no, agreed. You bring up a good point. I think everything changes if we knew, right? Devin Booker wasn't going to be playing. Well, I don't know when he's expected back, but um... – yeah, there's just something about the Pelicans right now. They've got a, a vibe to them. They, they're playing with confidence. They remind me a little bit of the Hawks last season when they yeah. took the Sixers. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Willie Green, again, is a phenomenal I, – I mean, I, I, you know, he's not Popovich. He, he's not at that level yet, but he seems to be a really great motivator, and these guys are, are really rallying around him, and it's fun to see. Yeah. Have you seen um, this young stud, uh, Alvarado, where he's doing stealing the ball, hiding – are you what? kidding, man? The yeah. only Jose in the NBA. Of course I know Mr. Alvarado. Hey, I'm a he, fan, he, he's man. He's amazing. He's quick. He's shifty. Yeah. It's up. He plays like no other player does. I, I don't yeah. know why no other players try to be sneaky and steal the balls off the inbound, but he does it, and yeah. you can't make fun of him. Plus, if you're looking at it from a social media perspective, oh my gosh. I mean, people on social media love what he's doing. Yeah. Hiding behind players, hiding in the bench, and then just coming out and steal the ball. He is the one player that could guard CP3 in a funny way, but in a good way. He can literally shut down CP3. And what's amazing is you look at their age difference. You look at you know the amount of experience both players have. There's a huge gap in between them. But the Pelicans are doing all of the right things. Ingram, McCollum, you name it. Valentin Jr. is is defending well yeah. in the paint. I don't think the Pelicans will go down without a fight. By the way, DeAndre Aiden is not the DeAndre Aiden of last year, right? In the playoffs last year, Aiden was putting up phenomenal numbers. He's not in the playoffs. He's not playing bad, but he's not playing like last year. And with Booker out, I, I don't know what to say. I think that yeah. the Pelicans are right now outmatching the Suns, but they are down one game in the series. So who knows? Yeah, we'll see. And to his credit, Aiton did play well in game three with Booker out. But you're right. This season, he he seems to have taken you know a step back. Um, he, they're going to need him uh, without Booker to move forward, uh, which I still think they will, but I, I, I don't think it'll be all of that easy. 
all that easy. Let's stay in the Western Conference now and talk about this very interesting series. These are two teams, uh, two franchises who have not been good for a very long time. Uh, we've got a phenomenal contributor who covers the Timberwolves, Robert. When I talked to Robert and I asked him, well, who's your team? Uh, he almost apologized. <laughs> he said the Timberwolves. Uh, because, again, this has not been a good team for a very long time. This season, they've been very good. Um, the Timberwolves won the play-in, uh, secured the seventh spot. Nobody gave me a chance against the Grizzlies. These are both young teams, but the Grizzlies just played so well. They, they, they seem to be a cohesive unit. Um, and yet, you know, the Timberwolves are, are playing well. Now, yeah, they, they blew a big lead. And we're going to see what this team has now because whenever you lose, you know, it hurts, especially at home. But whenever you lose after being up big, that sticks with you, man. How they bounce back is going to be very, very important. That game is going on right now. Um, I'm not going to check the score. Uh, I'll check it later. Um, but we'll see. It'll be very, very interesting to see. I think that this is going to be a fun series, an entertaining series, more evenly matched than a lot of people think. Our fan experts had the Grizzlies winning in seven um, with not a whole lot of confidence in the Timberwolves. I understand that. I think that's probably a safe bet. Um, but uh, again, the Timberwolves, uh, I think their most important game is, is game four. They've got to bounce back. Doesn't mean they have to win it. Now, obviously, you know, if they don't, they're down there in a whole three one. They got to win. You know, they got to win every other game. But they've got to show that they can come back and play well, play competitively. If they're blown out in this game, it, it's over. Um, this is an important game for them. Uh, have you seen any of this matchup? Uh, and what are your thoughts, Isaac? Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of this matchup because these two teams have a lot of flashy players. John Morant. Anthony yeah. Edwards, calling Anthony Towns. It's a fun series to watch. It's definitely fun because Patrick Beverly is in it and he intensifies the drama. But these two teams kind of match up with each other. I know one is one team is a two seed, one team is a seven seed. And in my opinion, both of these teams are similar in skill. I know it's mm -hmm. interesting to say because the Grizzlies had much more wins. Than the Grizzlies, uh, then the sorry, the Timberwolves in the regular season, but these two teams are like equal. Like John Moran, Anthony Edwards, very similar in skill level. They both play differently, but they're similar. Mm -hmm. Anthony Towns is an interesting player because he stretches the floor, but so does Jaron Jackson. I really like this series, but after what I saw with the Timberwolves and they had the big lead and then they lost it, like you said, that six with them. How are they going to bounce back? This is right. another for, for like the time on this running back show i don't know right the nba is very interesting it's very questionable you don't know what's going to happen on a given night but one thing is for sure this game is not going to be a wrap unless like you said the grizzlies blow out the timberwolves in game four because yeah that would be two straight really playoff defining losses you can't yeah. really lose big two times in a row let alone you were up big and then you lose big so the Timberwolves honestly they 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 need to get this drama out of their head with Beverly and I, I know the, the big social media thing was Carl Anthony Towns saying something about Memphis and then they went on to lose it's like just yeah. to win win first and then you could say something post game which you shouldn't even say anyway but you know focus on playing basketball Patrick Beverly does a good job, I'll admit, at doing both. He can play basketball while talking dirty at the same time. Yeah. But let's be honest, Beverly's not going to do what he did in the playing tournament, right? It it really has to be Edwards. For whatever reason, Edwards is not going off in the playoffs, which I expected him to do. I thought he was that player who goes crazy. Um, I, I'd like to see more from D'Angelo Russell, but... Honestly, the the Grizzlies are just on a roll. John Morant's playing well. Desmond Bain is playing well. I, I think the Grizzlies are going to win this series. I, I do have a question for you, Jose, and I know you're a West Coast guy, so hopefully you can answer this. Mm -hmm. Do the Grizzlies do, do the Grizzlies have a strong chance at blowing out the Timberwolves in Game Four? Well, I, I cheated and I looked at the score. I said I wouldn't. Um, I think the chance it was there, but listen, 
even knowing what I know now, and I'll share what I just saw, uh, the Timberwolves are too good. They're they're too good. I I would not bet that they're going to get blown out tonight. Um, I think this is a, a series like the um, the other series in in the Western Conference we talked about, where this is going to go six or seven. This is going to be competitive. These teams match up really well together. Uh, you you rattle off some big names, right? The Timberwolves need Carl Anthony Towns to make a a to make an impact. He hasn't yet. He hasn't been playing like you know like the superstar that he's supposed to be. They need that. They need uh, Anthony Edwards to step up. D'Lo needs to, needs to step up. I expect it to happen. This is a good team. But at the end of the day, I think the Grizzlies are just a little bit better. And they've got a home court advantage. That's going to matter. So, no, I don't see them getting blown out tonight. And uh, spoiler alert, they're not. Not yet. Anyway, um, we'll see what happens. Um, but entertaining series to be sure. Like you said, the, the, these guys have got really fun players to watch. Um, and Patrick Beverly, who is, you know, the wild card. Um, I think this will be fun. I think this will be uh, a good series and a long drawn out, drawn out series. Um, let's talk about a series that is not going to be long and drawn out. Surprisingly. So, um, hold on a second. I'm actually take a step back because I don't know. No, I did call out the fact that the Grizzlies are favored. I'm sorry. I just wasn't sure. Let's um, start with the picks. Our picks, fan experts had the Warriors winning in six with a little bit of love for the Nuggets. Not a lot. Now, I I don't honestly remember, but I think I might have picked the Nuggets here. Uh, They're such a good team. They've got that incredible home court advantage playing a mile high, which impacts teams that run, which is what the Warriors want to do. Uh, I, Jokic is just an unbelievable talent. He's so good. Now I know that after Jokic, you know, he doesn't have a beta to his alpha, unfortunately, right now, um, with, um, Jamal Murray being out, which is unfortunate. That would change everything. But, uh, I just thought, you know, the, the Warriors kind of limped to the finish line. Um, the Nuggets were so good. They've got such a great player, MVP caliber player. I thought for sure there's going to be a battle. I thought for sure this is going to go six, seven games and almost be a toss-up. Uh, man, I, I, I have to revisit my pick, but I think that's what I picked. I think I had the Nuggets in seven. Completely wrong. These Warriors are playing like the Warriors that, that won championships. Their offense is amazing. They pass the ball around in a way that we haven't seen since the Warriors of, of – uh, five, six years ago. They're good. And now they've got Jordan Poole. They've got another splash brother as if they didn't have enough talent. It's almost unfair. What they're doing right now is incredible. They look healthy. They're certainly motivated. They know that their window is closing. They want a ring, man. And this team is hungry. They're well coached. They've won championships. They are not going to give up an opportunity to sweep this Nuggets team. They're not. This team, a lot of teams up 3-0 will let the foot off the gas, will go a little easy, you know, maybe give their, their stars a little bit of chance, a little bit of, uh, of rest. This this Warriors team is going to go for the, the win. I guarantee it. They're going to go for the sweep, not because there's any, you know, you don't get extra points for sweeping a team, but they want that extra rest. They know you don't mess with an opponent. Uh, this is a good team, a veteran team with some with young blood in it, and Jordan Poole, who's doing incredible things. This team's good, man, and scary good. Uh, 3-0 is a shock to me, um, but uh, I did not expect them to be this good. Uh, but right now, they're this good, and they're looking scary. Have you gotten to see a chance, or have you gotten a chance, rather, to see any of this series? I haven't watched any of this series live. But I've watched highlights of this series. I'm gonna be honest with you. Let's say Nikola Jokic gets a 40 point triple double. Yeah, it means nothing to me, and especially Golden State playing against Golden State with Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and now Jordan Poole. What's a 40 point triple double going to do to a team if you have no alphas, like you said? Yeah. Aaron Gordon is not that good. Obviously, Jamal Murray is phenomenal as we saw in the NBA bubble, but he's injured. The yeah. Nuggets have literally no one besides Nikola Jokic. Michael Porter Jr., he's obviously injured too, was kind of a solid piece. He plays similar to Kevin Durant, definitely 
not anything close in skill, but he plays similar. And the way Brandon Ingram's playing, Michael Porter Jr. could easily play like that. But we can't talk about that part of the equation because those players are injured. Jokic could go off. He could score 50 points. I don't think that's still good enough to beat Golden State because, I mean, let's be honest. Who else do the Nuggets have besides Jokic? Jokic could put up a career-high 78 points. I wouldn't be surprised if the Nuggets still lose. Like, the Golden State, this Golden State team does not have a lot of defense, but their offense just makes up for that lack of defense. Obviously, James Wiseman's not going to play in the playoffs, so maybe Golden State will struggle against tougher opponents like the Heat. But honestly, Golden State is going to sweep the Nuggets. I, I think that you said everything that you needed to say. No M- no NBA team wants to play around with a, a, an opponent. No NBA team does not want rest. So I think Golden State's wrapping this up game four. And that's even with Jokic playing the game of his life. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, though, do the Nuggets have someone to go to if Jokic is injured? The answer is no. And I I don't know what the Nuggets need to do next year. I I know we're talking about this in this playoffs, but next year, I don't even know what they need to do. I guess they have Jamal Murray, but yeah, you kind of need someone else. Agreed. Yeah. They'll get Murray back. Um, They've got a really great young player in bones Highland, which is the coolest name in the NBA. I think Um, I like bones Highland as a player. I think he's a great fit, but that's the thing. They've got a bunch of players like that. These are solid players. You, which is great in the NBA, but you need your alpha. You need your A, your A1. Uh, and right now all they've got is a phenomenal alpha in Jokic, but he's he's all alone, and that's a lonely place to be. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. If you put Jokic on a team like the Magic, they a, a Magic team with Jokic is basically a Nuggets team with Jokic. With yeah. Jamal Murray out. No, no, it's it's sure. kind of similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 yeah, exactly right. You take a player of his caliber, you put them on a non-playoff team, they're a playoff team. But that's it. Right? But like a Nuggets playoff team, exactly. You can't make yeah, it yeah. No, it's uh, it's unfortunate. I really expected more from the Nuggets. Uh, I think they might eke out one win in the series, but uh, that's about it. Let's talk about the last series in the West. Uh, right now, the, the only one that is really showing, you know, looks to be really competitive. Now we've said a lot of these are going to go six, seven games, but we think that the winner is is pretty evident here. It's a little bit of a toss up. Um, the Mavericks and the jazz, our fan experts were torn at 50, 50. Uh, they had the Mavs in seven or the jazz in six. Um, and that makes sense. These are two kind of evenly matched teams. Uh, the jazz limped to the finish line. The Mavericks, you know, finished with a little bit more head of steam. So they're likely, you know, should 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 be in this series, uh, should be the favorite in this series. But then they lost Luka. Uh, you don't lose a player like Luka and, and not feel it. That hurt. That hurt this team. Um, but now Luka's back. He is the epitome of the guy you want to take the last shot or, um, you know, make the last play. Uh, they, they, they lost today with Luca back, but he, he was phenomenal. This is the series that's tied. This is the series that you, know, I think definitively we all thought beforehand is going to go six or seven, a uh, bit of a toss up, great teams. Um, Luca has never advanced far in the playoffs. The jazz have, so they've got that advantage, but Luca's the best, the best player. This is so interesting. It'll be very, very fascinating to see how this plays out. Have you seen any of this series, Isaac? What are your thoughts? Uh, That's always your question. Yes, I've seen this series because of just the competitiveness, like you said. These two teams are phenomenal. You got Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell on one side, and you got Luka Doncic and Jalen Brunson on the other side. Yeah, he's been great. Brunson is phenomenal. He is amazing. He won College Player of the Year a few years ago at Villanova. Yet he was drafted in the second round. Turns out he's literally like a first round pick, like a top 10 pick. The way he's playing, phenomenal. Now you got Doncic back. I know the return of Doncic was spoiled by Rudy Gobert's game winning shot, thanks to Donovan Mitchell's feed. Mm-hmm. 
I I'm gonna go with the Mavericks here just because Doncic and Brunson are the better duo, in my opinion, than Gobert and Mitchell. It's kind of an interesting thing for me to say. I guess I need to think about that more. I meant offensively. Obviously, Rudy Gobert's defensive just skill is just off the wall. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just think that the Mavericks are going to win. They're not necessarily the better team. Honestly, these two teams are very even. But yeah. I think when you throw in Dinwiddie, then you can throw in Mike Conley on the other side, right? Yeah. It's like you throw in one player on the Mavericks, you throw in another player on the Jazz. They're equal. So this is going seven. Honestly, if it doesn't go seven, I would be surprised because yeah. Donchick will score 40 points one game. Well, Mitchell's going to do it the other game. That's what we saw in the bubble, right? You remember yeah. the Nuggets Jazz yeah. series? Amazing. <clears throat> this could be like that, yeah. except not in the bubble. I think the Jazz have a lot riding on this because I think, you know, we talk about the window, right? The Warriors window is, is clearly closing for that phenomenal team. Uh, the Jazz window is is closing too. They've had Gobert now in his prime for multiple years, have not gone far. Um, Donovan Mitchell, they haven't had quite as long, but, you know, if they lose this series and are out, I think Utah's got to take a serious look at, you know, because they're not going to get any better. Um, they are they are where they are as players. So there's a lot of you know rumblings about blowing things up in Utah. And now listen, I'm in LA. So I, a lot of those rumbles I think might be coming from, you know, hopeful Lakers fans who love the idea of, uh, you know, shipping Russell Westbrook there. Uh, to give Utah that expiring contract to make some moves and some flexibility and getting back really good players and and, and even stealing the coach, Quinn Snyder. Um, it might be pie in the sky hope, but I do think if the Utah Jazz lose this series and are knocked out in the first round, I, I think that you know the, the Jazz team might blow up. I think it's very, very possible. Whether that you know creates an advantage for the Lakers or not, we don't know. Who knows? But I do think it's a very, very strong possibility because this Jazz team has been together for a while, kind of like what we saw in Portland. They they let CJ and Dame get as much you know opportunity as they could. They tried to build around him, it didn't work, uh, so they shipped CJ um, and and now they're trying you know to rebuild around Dame. Uh, so I think something like that will likely happen. Gobert would be gone. We'll see if if the coach remains, and they'll, they'll try to just build around about around spider mitchell we'll see we'll see be very interesting to see how that plays out that's the overview of the western conference and the eastern conference that's our thoughts now we're going to go ahead and uh talk question of the day before we do though i want to remind you all once again to download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use promo code tbpn bet five dollars on any nba team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and sponsor of Run It Back NBA Week in Review. We talked playoffs, so it makes sense that this NBA question of the day is playoff-related. In front of you, if you're watching, are the lower seed teams. The they're all behind in their current series with the exception of the Utah Jazz. We just talked about them. They're tied. Isaac, you get the first uh, go at this one. Which lower seed team is most likely to win their series? Not saying they're going to win it, but most likely to win it. Most likely? I'm going with the Bulls. Middleton's out. Okay. I love what the Bulls were doing. And I can take away my bias and – I still look in front of me. I see someone named Caruso, DeRozan, Vucevic, and Strong team. Zach, Zach Levine. I mean, those are star players. And then right now you look, the Bucks just have Giannis, which is obviously – Giannis is obviously way more skilled than any players on the Bulls roster. But when you add up you know, the skill on the Bulls roster, I, I think they're most likely to win their series. But honorable mention to the Pelicans, Jazz, and the Timberwolves. Okay, very interesting. Um, you did not pick the one correct answer, and that is the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz are the one lower seed team here most likely to win. 
their series. And of course, I'm messing with you. I think the Chicago Bulls, I don't have the confidence in them that you do, uh, but I know that you have been a fan for, for you know this season. Uh, I think you said you know Heat one, Bulls two. Um, they're certainly fun to watch, uh, and and I hate to see them out this early. Um, the Timberwolves have have a good opportunity. I like that team, um, but you know the Jazz are are, are the one team. I, I, I'm not. Again, I, I'm not saying they're going to win, and I, re- I don't think any of these teams are going to advance. I mean, let's just let's call that first. Ooh. But I think the team with the best opportunity are the Utah Jazz. I, I, by the way, <laughs> I do I do see one of these teams winning. I, I just think that it's rare that you know because the, the Timberwolves series is tough, the Jazz series is tough, the Pelicans series is going to get tough, and the Bulls series is going to get tough. I just think that that's four matchups. I just see one of them going in the way of the lower seed, especially because the Timberwolves are not really the lower seed. I'm going to call it the equal seed, right? They match up with the Grizzlies. The Jazz match up with the Mavericks. But the the Bulls is kind of interesting because Middleton, we haven't – here's the thing. We haven't seen the Bucs without Middleton. We've seen the Bucs without Giannis, but we haven't seen them without Middleton. So we'll see, but the Bulls are fully healthy. I mean, they don't have Lonzo Ball, but they've been dealing with that for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. It'll be interesting. I do think it would be great in the NBA to see a team come back from 3-0. Um, has not happened. It would be phenomenal if it did, and, and I would love to be wrong. But, um, uh, yeah, right now I'm picking the Jazz. We'll see how that goes. That's it. Week one of the playoffs season is over. It's in the books. Before I um, let you go, though, just one more quick shout out. I've done this the last couple of weeks. If you enjoy reading, listening, watching original fan-based basketball content, consider thepeachbasket.net. We started out uh, as a passion project for me. This is not going to go away. We love doing it. If you're curious about writing, podcasting, streaming, live tweeting, reach out to us. Uh, We're growing and next season is going to be better than this season. This season was pretty great. Uh, We're excited to grow, excited to have partners like Isaac and FL teams and others. Um, And we'd love to have you come along for the ride. Um, Hit us up at thepeachbasket.net. Let us know you're interested. That's it. That's our show. We will be back next week to recap week two of the playoff season. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week. The voice of the fan. Drop a bounce pass. Throw down the rim rocker. Lay up off the glass right past the shot blocker. I follow through like Kobe's money. You can cash it. For news on LA hoops, come over to Peach Basket. Up to date sports. Post game reports. Debates and play by play coming straight off the court. The voice of the fan making noise, causing havoc. Zone a man up. You can ask Peach Basket. The Peach Basket. Coming soon on air. The Peach Basket. Where the news begins. We're dropping news. Like we're in the stands, creative views from the average fan.